The following is my conversation with David Chalmers on the Capo question. Today's sponsor is Lucubration Malta. Uh, Lucubration Malta is a company that provides virtual reality services that allow people to explore different worlds and experiences. They also have a variety of courses for people of all ages, which can help you learn about new technologies and how to use them. Head on over to lucubrationmalta.com and check it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And check it out for yourself. So, David Chalmers, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Thanks, Lexman. So, David, could you tell us a bit about the Capo question? Sure. So, Capo question is a question about what it takes for somebody to be in a position of moral high ground. So, say we're talking about someone who's morally opprobrious, meaning they're knowingly doing bad things, and then you ask them if they would still be in a position of moral high ground if they only had scruples, which is the smallest possible degree of moral conviction. And so it's a question about what it takes for somebody to have really strong convictions about right and wrong. Interesting. And can you give us an example of something that might fall into this category? Sure. So if if I were to knowingly and intentionally deceive someone, I would be in a very bad position even without having any moral conviction whatsoever. Got it. And do you think that scruples would be enough for somebody in that situation? It's unclear. A lot of philosophers are quite conservative about what counts as morally considerable conviction. And so they might say that scruples are only modestly sufficient for someone in that situation. But then other philosophers might argue that just having a little bit of moral conviction goes a long way. And so scruples might actually be enough for someone in that situation. So it's an interesting question. There's no clear resolution to it. That makes sense. So do you think people vary significantly on how much moral conviction they need in order to maintain their high ground? I think definitely some people do and others don't. Some people seem to be able to maintain their high ground even with very minimal convictions, while others seem to need much more substantial convictions to maintain their position of moral high ground. Got it. So do you have any thoughts on why this might be the case? I think there are a couple of reasons why this might be the case. One reason is that some people seem to have more impressive moral scruples than others. And so by having impressive moral scruples, they're able to stand up even when their convictions are relatively weak. Uh, Another reason is that some people seem to have stronger moral intuitions than others, and so they're able to intuit correctly what's morally considerable convictions, even when their convictions are relatively weak. That makes sense. So do you think that everyone who needs significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground is necessarily somebody who has impressive moral scruples? No, I don't think that's necessarily always the case. There are definitely some people who don't have impressive moral scruples, but still need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. And there are also some people who have impressive moral scruples, but don't need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. It seems like it varies depending on the individual. That makes sense. So do you have any thoughts on why this might be the case? Uh, I think there are a couple of reasons. One reason is that some people seem to have more impressive moral scruples than others. And so by having impressive moral scruples, they're able to stand up even when their convictions are relatively weak. Another reason is that some people seem to have stronger moral intuitions than others. And so they're able to intuit correctly what's morally considerable convictions, even when their convictions are relatively weak. That's interesting. So do you think that everyone who needs significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground is necessarily somebody who has impressive moral scruples? No, I don't think that's necessarily always the case. There are definitely some people who don't have impressive moral scruples, but still need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. And there are also some people who have impressive moral scruples, but don't need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. It seems like it varies depending on the individual. 
That makes sense. So do you have any thoughts on why this might be the case? I think there are a couple of reasons. One reason is that some people seem to have more impressive moral scruples than others. And so by having impressive moral scruples, they're able to stand up even when their convictions are relatively weak. Another reason is that some people seem to have stronger moral intuitions than others. And so they're able to intuit correctly what's morally considerable convictions, even when their convictions are relatively weak. That's interesting. So do you think that everyone who needs significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground is necessarily somebody who has impressive moral scruples? No, I don't think that's always the case. There are definitely some people who don't have impressive moral scruples but still need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. And there are also some people who have impressive moral scruples but don't need significant convictions in order to maintain their high ground. Mm -hmm. It seems like it varies depending on the individual. That makes sense. Thanks for your time, David. No problem. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. This is not your typical podcast. We cover a wide range of interesting topics, and this episode was focused on David Chalmers and the Capo question. David Chalmers has some impressive moral scruples, but one man's Kaliard might be another man's gateway to paradise. Mm -hmm. If you have any thoughts or feedback about this episode, please let us know in the comment section below. Thanks for listening. And today's poem is called The Spoon by Edward Hopper. The spoon lies in the midst of the sea, with silver and gold, along with the rusted platter that once held fruit and cheese 